0: y'all hey it's your girl pk and yeah i added a little music i'm trying to i'm trying to test a few things out the other thing is you can't see me right now you can only hear me but i'm doing these episodes to upload on my youtube channel and today i have my glasses on and my moo and no bra and i'm okay with that it's it's barely nine fifteen, and i can do that because i'm at home but yes You will be able to see all of that. I know in my other podcast, I was talking about seeing my background and things like that. And you're like, I can't see it. Well, you will be able to. So I just wanted to point that out. A girl is learning and doing her thing. So intros are coming. All of those amazing things. But, you know, let a bitch get her feet wet first. But again, this is Portia Kimball. Coming to you from Dallas, Fort Worth, and welcome again to the PK Project Class. And uh, I'm here to talk a little bit about business today. I wanted to answer the age-old question of how do you know when to leave your job to pursue your passion? Now, listen. This is a hard one because I feel like this is one of those questions where people say, we're not ready to have a baby yet. We don't have enough funds. You're never going to have enough funds when you have kids. I don't have kids and even I know that. So there's never going to be enough money. Now you can be strategic. You can have money in the bank. You can pay your mortgage or your rent several months in advance if you have an emergency fund, which means you're super responsible. And this is a super, super hard decision for you. However there's never enough money in the bank to want to have a parachute for you to leave, to leave your job. It's just not there. So I am a single person. And even though I was in a relationship, when I decided to leave my corporate job of eight years, I was the breadwinner in my relationship. So the decision to leave was like, Oh, it can't happen because how are we going to get all of these things paid for? If I'm the breadwinner, Who's going to pay all these bills? So when I left, I actually didn't leave on my own accord. It's sad because they basically had to push me out and they they asked me to go part-time. I already was unhappy with the job when COVID had hit. We were going into 2021. There was a meeting had in January, it was a mandatory meeting where Mike, who was my boss at the time, said in the meeting, all these blacks and Mexicans and Indians are getting these PPP loans. That's what I knew because I'm black and I'm Mexican and I'm sitting here looking in the room like you got a black man, you got an Indian man, and then you got me. Now, my thing was, sir, you already got your PPP loan, but to say those words, I went home And I got on my laptop and pulled out my resume that I hadn't pulled out in years. Honey, my address had changed so many times since I had that resume and had to use it because I was so offended. And even though that job was so toxic and there was a lot of things that were offensive during my time there, that hit home for some reason. Because COVID had done something to me at that time. So I actually had put my resume out. And found a job working from home. Now, when I was when I was working for Mike, I was making a little over a hundred thousand dollars. And I just knew I wasn't gonna make that anywhere else. I thought, oh my God, I'm not gonna have this flexibility because I can do what I wanted. And I was working my own business while I was working for someone else. Let me say that again. I was working my own business while I was working for someone else. And I feel like that's one of the main issues a lot of people have is they're not able to do both. But I was lucky enough to do that. And I just remember Mr. Rogers, who was my boyfriend at the time saying, you're never going to find this flexibility. You're never going to find a job that pays you this much to barely do much. And, you know, he was right. I knew that Mike had handicapped us all with the salaries that he gave us because we weren't going to make that much and be able to do whatever we wanted anywhere else. And at least that's what was implanted in our minds, you know, when we went to work there. Of course, later on, you realize, you know, maybe you don't have as much flexibility depending on what type of profession that you're in but there are jobs that do offer quite a bit of flexibility more than ever now than there used to be, you know, a decade ago. So when they asked me to go part-time, I had already found another job that was only making 60 K and I thought, Oh my God, I hadn't made 60 K since college, but I just wanted to get out. And I thought, okay, during COVID, I was making cakes. I was, I was getting it. And when I worked that at home job, I felt like a robot, but I still had the flexibility to do what I wanted. So in my mind, the freedom and the time equated to the money I was missing. And again, I was supplementing what I wasn't making with cakes. My flavors were not out yet. Uh, For those that don't know, I do have a flavoring line. I do sell them on Shopify and they are in, I think, close to 30 cake spot stores throughout the United States, but I wasn't there yet. It was just before I had put them out. So I didn't have a ton of money coming in. Plus I traveled to teach cake cake classes. So it was okay. But when I left that job, I didn't have much money in the bank. My partner wasn't helping financially. I think I paid the rent maybe one or two months coming up. I I paid that just as a safety net for me personally. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do this. So when I left that job last February, early February, I just was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I had 15 grand in the bank. I cashed out my 401k with Mike and I think it was just a little over $5,000. And I used that money to start my Flavoring line. And even though it cost me $33,487.34, yes, to do 3,300 bottles with labels and caps. And I did specialty boxes. I had to use my credit cards to to fund some of that. and that's all I had. But of course it came back tenfold. However, that was all the money that I had. And I thought I could just pay these bills and get it done and and live and be okay. But I I couldn't do it. I I decided to take a risk. I'm not someone who gambles, but one thing about Portia is Portia going to be okay no matter where she's at. I'm always going to be okay. I'm going to make it right. I'm going to do what I need to do. I don't care if I have to work at Burger King because the bitch ain't too proud to beg. Okay. I will sling fries and make you a number nine original chicken sandwich with extra mayo, light lettuce with the Sprite. That's how That's how I order mine, by the way. Uh, if, if you need to, if these bills got to get paid. That's who Portia is because I'm a hustler and I don't care. And I think a lot of this is, you know, this fear of, I don't know if I can leave. You're going to have to work your ass off now. Now, if you're not someone who likes to work, then this ain't for you. Entrepreneur life is not for you, sis. Brothers and sisters, because prayer ain't enough to pay that mortgage or that rent at the, on the first. I can tell you that. But I knew it was going to be hard. I knew I was going to have to work hard. I knew I was going to have to put the time in. And due to that, I was like, I can do this. I also looked at the at that time in 2021, I looked at my statements for my taxes and Ariel who I mentioned prior uh she was like you know you don't have to work and I wasn't even doing as good as I am now and I was like really but I was afraid because I know we've all been conditioned to work now again if you got your master's or you're a CPA or something like that I understand you you know maybe not wanting to leave your job but you also could always start your own consulting company or firm there's a lot of different things that you can do and. In 2022, my taxes came back around and Ariel said the same thing. You don't have to work this job. Plus, really, because I had my brown sugar retreat, I had PTK, which are two separate entities, and then I had my job income coming in. It's like more money, more problems. And that was kind of what it was was like. I kind of need to make less. And what's crazy is I wasn't making as much as I am now, which I just did my taxes And it's the most money I've ever made. And it was the year of me being a sole entrepreneur, which is insane to me. So yes, if you are thinking about it, just know what comes with it. The other part is look at what you make at your job. Take the insurance, take the taxes out, divide what you're making a week by five. That's how much you know you need to be bringing in a day or for the week. That is the biggest test. And you also want to write down your finances and your debt and what it takes. And I'm telling you, I used to tell people, live off of your income that you make off your cake business or whatever business you're in. Live off of that and that'll tell you if you can do it. That's a lie because when you don't have that extra cushion, you go harder because you don't have a choice. So I, I hate that I said that because, you know, if you work a corporate job, you're not going to work as hard in your other business because it's cushioned. So I'm going to take that back and tell you that that is not an accurate statement because if you look at what you make a month, you'd be like, oh, I can't leave my job. I only made five cakes this month. But if you didn't have a job, who said you wouldn't be making 20 cakes that month and paying all of your bills? The other thing I have noticed in being an entrepreneur is all the ideas that come to mind when you're judgment or your mind isn't clouded with doing other things for other people. We are in a time where content is everything and we are looking at these platforms like TikTok and Instagram and all these creative people are showing you their ideas and what they're doing and they're offering classes and then you see a trend of other people following which is amazing but you could use those things to make the funds that you need to monthly. It does push you out of your comfort zone where you're like, what am I going to do? Because what you were doing, it may just not be enough. Maybe what you're doing with your job and doing your business is too much and you're struggling and you're straddling that line of, do I stay at my job or do I leave? Again, Either one is not easy because it seems like you're you're miserable in your job and you want to be over here in your kitchen. But some people also are not honest with themselves. Some people are always I'm so busy. Are you? <laughs> are you really? Are you really? Are you really busy? That that's a that's another question. How many? things are you doing weekly or monthly, or how many corporate clients do you have? How many this or that do you have? And if you don't have them, how are you going to get them? So it's not just looking at your paycheck and dividing by five or, you know, dividing by four, which four weeks out of the month to see what you need to bring in. You need to have a hard talk with yourself on who you are, what your work ethic is, and what you can do to get by especially if you have children. We didn't used to have healthcare outside of corporate America, but we don't live in that world anymore. We have Teladoc you can sign up on your own. There's so many apps that you can call in and get healthcare and things like that. So those options are there for you. And that is what I want to say just for anyone teetering on the line of should I stay or should I go hopefully that will help you because I look at each day and how much I needed to make with flavors or selling a class. Now, each day is different. I didn't have any orders today, but I had several orders yesterday. I didn't have orders the day before, but then over the weekend, I had some and I had to kick them out on Monday. So every day is not going to be an average number that you know you have to meet because some days are going to overly exceed the number that you needed, And some weeks are that way, but they do average out and balance out. I mean, one week you're like, Listen, it's a great week. Then one week you're like, well shit, I didn't make anything. I woke up one day, I had $75 in my account, but the next day I have 10 grand. Like it's just it's it's a wavering thing and you can't control it per se. You can and you can't, but that's another episode on you make money when you want to make money. And that's a fact. If I know I'm running long funds uh, or maybe not necessarily me, but you'll see people pop, throw up something. Oh, I'm doing this $10 class. Oh, I'm doing this. A bitch needs some money. That's what, that's what the pop out is for. That's what the pop-up shops are for. A bitch needs some money. I'm gonna run a little $5 class. I need some money. I got a 10 o'clock class. I need some money. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's not saying they're thirsty or desperate. It's just saying this is another way to make money and it's there. It's available. So I'm going to grab it. The other thing is if you don't have products on e-commerce, which is totally fine because cakes or products or whatever you're doing, you need to remember it's okay when you don't make as much as you think you're going to in a day, because that's not the only day out of the month now. Let's talk about my married folks. You work, your husband or your wife or your spouse is telling you to quit your job and pursue your passion. And you're saying to yourself, I can't do that. I I just, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. If you don't quit that goddamn job. I had to drink my coffee, child. Quit the job. All of us single people wish we had a backbone or someone telling us to leave. Why wouldn't you want to leave to pursue something that you love? We've all been working most of our lives. If you have a spouse that's telling you, you can do what you want to do, take it. Take the advice. Run with it. Because work will always be there. It Work isn't going anywhere. Corporate America isn't going anywhere. So I'm telling you now, why would you not... Take the advice from your partner or spouse to leave and go work for yourself and be successful and happy. That lets me know you're not ready to be happy. Why would you stop yourself? Now, listen, at a time I had a partner and the other part of that was, here's the other factor is I just like to work. Some people just like to work. They like to have their own. There's women who are married I have several friends. They have their own jobs and they do their business on the side. That's their money. And I completely understand it because it could be that as well. Just you like to work, you have your own insurance. Maybe you work a part time job. Maybe where you work is super easy. So you're like, I'm not leaving this to do that. But the other thing is, you probably could make more once you leave. Some of you may not because in my coaching program, I have had some women say, Oh, they're not pushing themselves to their full potential. Oh, I'm at home. No, I haven't done this. I dropped the kids off, which that those are all amazing things, you know, dropping your kids off and, and being a mom. But what are you doing to maximize your time during the day for your business? From the time you drop your kids off to the time you have to pick them up from school. What are you doing during that time? The other part is having that strong communication with your spouse to know what works. Write your finances down. Like I had to sit down and write. How much is my hair cut every month? Every other month I color my hair. I needed to find out what my credit card debt was. What is my car insurance? These are all things that I had to write down and figure out. This is what I have to make a month. And even though in my relationship, I was the breadwinner and I was paying for everything. I knew I could do it. I knew I could do it because I was already doing it. And I was doing it for two people, which is. Excuse me, which is insane because I didn't have any help. You can do it if you want to do it. And again, it's just going to take a lot of hard work. I commend the women who are married that don't have to work. I have friends that don't have to work. And I've had a friend tell me, oh, my God, you know, Portia, I just see you traveling. And I wish I could do that. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I have a corporate job at the time. I'm running a retreat and I'm running PTK. I'm doing three jobs to make what your husband makes at one job. You, you see me on a plane and you think, oh my God, look, she's flying here. I'm not there wherever I'm going. Most of the time, I'd say 98% of the time, I'm not going to these places to kick it. You know, I'm going to work as soon as I get off the plane, I get that rental car and I hit the ground running and I'm picking up supplies. I'm going to the hotel. I'm, I'm doing things I need to do for the classroom. I'm setting up, I'm getting water. I'm getting all these things. I'm not on the beach hanging out. So yeah, that's, That's the other part of it is when you're an entrepreneur, there is no downtime all the time. You can create a structure for yourself. I have learned after being self-employed for just a little over a year that you can structure your day day like a job. I'm going to get up at this time. I'm going to do all the things I need to do. I'm going to take a lunch break. I'm going to do what I need to do. And then I'm done at five or six o'clock. I can do that if I want to as an entrepreneur. I don't have to structure my day that way. But if I want to, I can And that's my option. So today I'm here in my moo doing this. It's 9.32. And then I'm going to get up. And there's a few other things that I have to do for myself before this weekend. And that's it. But I have strategically planned out my week. So today was a day that I could relax and pack and tie up loose ends and do little things that I need to do for myself before I go out of town. I'm not someone who waits last minute. And I've also learned if I decide to wait last minute, that's okay too. That's okay too if that's what I want to do because it's my day and it's my time. But write out your finances, whether you're single or you have a partner, write out your finances. See what your household funds are going to, get rid of the subscriptions that you don't need, get rid of the apps. On your phone, that's costing you money that you don't use. Really dive deep and be like, I'm not using this gym membership, and I haven't. I've been paying for it for two years. Get rid of it. Don't get that gym membership until you've actually worked out for a full thirty days. I didn't say you have to be consistent, but I'm saying do some self checks because sometimes we're really not aware. You know, as an entrepreneur, you know, at the time as an entrepreneur, you know, I can't splurge sometimes the way I want to. I have made adjustments to the way I grocery shop or shop or buy things, some things I'm willing to pay for, some things I'm not right now, but that's okay because some days I have $75 in my account and then some days I have $7,000 in my account. It it really just just goes back and forth, so you have to do what you can when you can because every month I'm like, hey, I pay my rent and I'm paying it halfway through the month before it's even due because I have it and it's got to get paid. I'm not going to struggle to pay it. I'm going to pay it. So think about that. You don't always have to pay your bills when they're due. You can pay them before. When you got it, you got it. So you have to be strategic on what you're doing. Now, I do have some people that are married that did quit their job and they're doing the entrepreneur thing and they're fearful to step out and do pop-ups and things like that you can't be fearful you've already pulled the plug on the biggest thing that you've been doing which is working all of your life it's too late sis pop out put yourself out there the best way for me to tell you to look at this is pretend you're single you're single in your business i'm not saying for you to act single i'm saying it's like you divorced your job and now you're out here trying to find a new job. Just like when you're, when you're with someone, you get a divorce or you're single, you pop out and you want people to know you're single and ready to mingle. It's the same thing. Pop out in your business the way that you would pop out if you were single or looking for a new job, because this is the new thing for you. I'm telling you right now doing markets, doing pop-ups, whatever connections you have, whatever you can do, the first one may not be successful or it could be. And uh, you just you have to put yourself out there. That's what entrepreneurship is all about. Uh, if you are someone with kids, honey, put them kids to work. Let's do what we need to do to get these bills paid. And if you're a single person, it's the same thing. So, again, if you're single, look at your finances. You have the time to do what you need. See what works best for you if you're a single mother and you have kids, what health care is affordable for you and write down what you need to make to see. I'm telling you, when I wrote mine down, it wasn't as bad as I thought that it was. I was like, I'm only making this much a week. I'm making this several days during the week with my flavors. I mean, you could really do your own accounting and see what cakes or what treats or what cookies you're making. And then that also may help you increase the price on what you need to do for your business. Like, you know what? If I was making $50 for a dozen cookies, this would put me over and I really could take care of all of these things. So I think that's another part that, you know, you could think about is you have to raise your prices. There may be certain things that you may need to add to the menu. There may be an area that you weren't going to before and now you need to. So keep those things in mind. Nothing is off limits when you are trying to make money. I hope I helped someone out there. Listen, the best thing you can do is write it down, calculate it, look at what you've been making the past, you know, three to six months and be like, wow, I made more here than I did at my job. But because you're not writing it down and you're not looking at it, you're not aware of it. And that was who I was. I wasn't aware. So make sure you check it out. If you're married, talk to your spouse if you're that unhappy and see what you guys can do. Maybe you can go part-time and you can kind of get that monkey off your back so you feel good doing both. There's so many options, but open your mouth and ask. Get your finances, write it down, see what works best for you. Maybe working at this job is okay and maybe it's just your mindset. I mean, there's so many different things that are contributing to your unhappiness but you are the common denominator of that unhappiness because you're the only one that can fix it. So hopefully this helped someone. Uh, I hope that it did. Listen, I appreciate you tuning in to another episode of the PK Project Podcast. Everyone take the time, write it down, appreciate yourself, love yourself, and um, I will be back soon. Thanks, everyone.